Welcome back, listeners, for another exciting week of ASMR Quest. I don't know if it'll be as exciting as last week. Uh, we got pretty wild there. Uh, lots of thrills. Lots of chills. Um, Ian was recording from a submarine deep below the ocean. Um, which, you know, definitely... Ian, what are you doing this time? Donald, aren't you going to introduce me? <laughs> Um, as always, we have our co-host, Ian. I'm not Ian, Donald. (laughs) I'm a historian. (laughs) An ancient lawmaster, well-versed in the secrets of ASMR. (laughs) Well, thank you for joining us this week, Loremaster. I don't believe I caught your name. My name is Loremaster Bean. Oh, Loremaster Bean, of course. Uh, now, so I, I, I actually didn't get your whole backstory. Um, Ian uh, was responsible for getting you on the podcast this week. <laughs> so, and I, I'm, I'm sorry to admit I, I didn't have a lot of time to, uh, to read about you before you came on or look into. What you're, you know, what you're so famous for. What uh, sort of half-ass production is this? <laughs> I was led to believe by my good friend Ian that this was a reputable podcast. It a is, it is. A it... hodgepodge of research information. It's a very professional podcast, usually. I'm sorry, I just didn't quite have time to fully prepare this week. You know, we're... Our schedule, my schedule's off a little bit, and I, I was sick, and I, I really do apologize. I, I should have been more prepared. Well, I'm this a is little child, I'll have you know. <laughs> that's, that's understandable, Loremaster Bean. I'm sorry, we're not off to a great start, but hopefully you can forgive me. Hopefully we can recover. Uh, so, Loremaster Bean, I, I just looked you up right now on, uh, on, on the internet, um, now I, I, this is not coming from a very reputable source, so, you know, correct me if I, am mistaken on anything. Uh, so as, as you stated already, you are an ASMR historian. Uh, now it's, it says here you started, uh, you, you got your, um, your PhD in ASMR historical studies from, uh, Oxford University in, uh, 1973. That is incorrect. I got oh. it in 1972. Oh. Other than that, yes, it's all accurate. Oh, okay, great, great. So, would you care to... I mean, ASMR wasn't really a, a big field back then, so... No, it hadn't uh, been invented. You... <laughs> so well, how'd you get into it? How'd you uh, find a program in something that didn't exist yet? Well, so nowadays I'm known as Lawmaster Bean. But mm-hmm. back when I was getting my start, I was known by a different name. One that you yeah. might recognize. Back oh, then, really? I was called Bean487. Oh, um, I actually, I don't know the name super well. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. My goodness, well, you've not done your research, Donald. <laughs> I was brought in here today to provide a little introduction to the topic of discussion. <laughs> which was the original archived internet thread under which the phenomenon of ASMR was discovered. And this was actually where I got my start as a lawmaster. For you will discover if you investigate that thread... Oh, I, you, you're right. You were the second person to post on this thread. I was! I was indeed! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Loremaster, uh, Loremaster Bean, you may not be aware of this, but uh, generally we don't jump right into uh, our main topic right away. Um, what? Do you just waste the listener's time? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. I, I would say so. Um. <laughs> well, I'll have nothing to do with that. I'll put Ian okay. back on. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> Goodbye, Jottle. This has been a severe disappointment. 
Lordmaster Bean, I'm very sorry to upset you. I hope we can bring you back. Probably not. I think Ian's coming back now. I, I don't know why Loremaster Bean and Ian couldn't both hey there, be on at the same time. I just saw Loremaster hey, Bean hey um, sort of storm out of the recording studio. What happened? Um, well, he, I wasn't really fully prepared for him to come in. Um, and so I think I, I insulted him a little bit. Oh, no. yeah, He's, uh, he's yeah. very touchy. I wouldn't take it too personally. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting you to not be here uh, when we were interviewing him. And I knew that you... Uh, we're much more familiar with with his work than I was. Yeah, so I was kind of counting on you. The thing is, so in my in my professional recording studio, um, where I'm set up, uh, there's only mm-hmm. one chair, and so it's, I like I couldn't be here when he was here. So okay, you couldn't have like just stood or something, or well, brought in a second chair. Like, the chair. mic is kind of low, so I would have had to crouch a little bit. Uh, it just seemed like it'd be easier if I just sent him in by himself and didn't tell you anything about it. Oh, okay. Well, I I I appreciate it. Um, so, um, so did you guys do like the indulgence corner and the side quest? Uh, no, no, uh, we haven't done the indulgence corner or the side quest. He wanted to jump straight into the main quest, which is ah, yes. where classical. I, I got a little confused, and I really kind of. I think that's where I really insulted him. That oh, was kind of the final straw. Um, he he was upset that we we waste the listeners' time with our shenanigans. Well, that's, I don't know, that, that just seems sort of silly to me, but. <laughs> um, anyway, on to the shenanigans. So, yeah, uh, so, so for, for our indulgence corner, um, so I'm, I'm on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, we still do not have uh, anything, any action there, um, and I, I did forget to look up, or to look into minimalist ASMR, so. I apologize for that. Oh, no. Um, have to make a note for next I'll, time. I'll have to do that. I know. I will. Um, but uh, if you if you go on iTunes, uh, we do have our first five-star review. Oh, shit! Yeah. Um, ASMR Lover 69 on April 18th, 2017, gave us a five-star review. The uh, title, Wow, and the review, Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Now, John, that seems like a sort of... That seems like a writing style that... Who wrote this review, John? Oh, I thought you wrote it! I thought you wrote it! Oh, man! Oh, John! This is like the fucking... Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow, that's so exciting! Must have been John. I really... Yeah, probably one of our friends. Uh, Oh, man, though. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, actually, so it's sort of all coming together as Jonathan, because it's got 69 in the name, and then it's got <laughs> Wow and Incredible. Um, I mean, wow and Incredible really reeks of you to me. Yeah, it does, uh, but I think I think that it's also, like, you know, sort of, it's infected Jonathan, too, to some degree. Mm. Um, I mean, I think everyone that you know has caught on with the Wow Incredible. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's so good. It's just, it sounds good, it's good to say. Feels good, you know. There's nothing wrong yeah. with a little wow and incredible, and by a little, yeah, I mean, no, there, like, there really other, isn't every other thing you say. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting. We have our first review, and it wasn't from either of us. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, basically, yeah, I, it wasn't from either of us, so that's what counts, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then we we also have um our first email. Oh my goodness. Uh, so the subject. Is great podcast. Oh, who's this from? Uh, well, I'll read that at the bottom, Ian. Oh, okay. Okay. It's not typically so how you do these things, but. Well, I mean, like, like the like, I've, you know, Gmail gives me their name, but I assume that whatever they signed it as is what they want to be read out. Oh, uh, probably... that's fair. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. All right. Uh, hello, John and Ian. Your podcast is absolutely amazing. I love it. It's so informative and funny. Absolutely the best podcast about ASMR. They put about in all capitals. Okay. Uh, I can't wait to listen every week. I've told all my friends about it. Thanks for all your hard work. A cool fan. And P.S. John is right. ASMR is not a sex thing. 
Okay, so this isn't Jonathan, then, who wrote this one. Because I think Jonathan <laughs> is pretty firmly in my camp on this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to, like, give away who this listener it is. It is Nathaniel, this... then, isn't it? Uh, no, it is not. Oh, it's not Nathaniel? No. Oh, my goodness. Who could it be? It's, well, it's a secret, but, you know, we finally got our first... Nice email from a fan. And you have to tell me who it is. In the what a great fan. Post. Um, <laughs> well, uh, so it it comes from. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, John. <laughs> so what you're saying is we got our first. Um... You know, some really cool person. They reached out. They wrote us a great email. <laughs> so we have our first legitimate review today. And yep. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, that's all exciting. What, what an exciting indulgence corner this was this yeah, week. Yeah, I feel properly indulged at this point. I know. I, I, w- I, wanna, I hope we can keep this up every week. Mm-hmm. Well, John, Remember, I think all you have for to do is write it. I think that's in our court. <laughs> You're right. It's all about us, like you know, trying to reach out to listeners, and then we'll keep getting lots of emails. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Um, we gotta we gotta encourage people to write in. We should definitely keep encouraging people to write in. Yes, cool fan. We really love and respect you. Thanks for writing in. Well, thanks for writing in. I can't say that I respect you all that much, cool fan. But... <laughs> uh, so, Ian, did you do any uh, any side questing this week? Oh, John, this was a week that I, I would say is was chock full of side questing. Yeah, and by that I mean not all that much necessarily. Um, but I did watch a lot more of the Great British Bake Off, and so I think that I... nice. Um. So I guess I I should me I should say that uh we it hasn't been a full week since our last recording so I didn't really do much side questing either uh but I I did also watch some of the Great British Baking Show and holy shit it's amazing I'm glad you agree uh, how many tingles did you get John I it didn't trigger ASMR for me although um occasionally there are scenes where uh Paul Hollywood and Mary Berry are like whispering to each other when they're judging food, um, and I can definitely see how that could potentially trigger ASMR. Wait, his last name is what Hollywood. I think so. I'm pretty sure it's Paul Hollywood. What? I th- also, so yeah. what's Barry's actual last name? I thought it was Barry. No, that can't be right. I don't. Mary... I think it's Paul Hollywood and Mary Barry. John, that just can't be. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. What? Oh, John. It is Mary Berry. <laughs> no, it can't be. Oh. Holy shit. You want to know the, the craziest thing, John? What? I think those were the names they were born with. I think it, I think it is, it was, yeah. Actually, yeah. Mary Berry, the baker. <laughs> yep. I thought that was a nickname. No, that's his real name. Oh my god. And then He's Paul... a British man named Paul Hollywood. What on earth? <laughs> How could this be, John? <laughs> I'm distraught and elated at the same time. <laughs> my whole world is collapsed. <laughs> it has collapsed like an ill-conceived bake, John. <laughs> Uh, have you been inspired to, to do any baking since you started watching? Um, I do definitely feel an increasing urge to do baking. Mm. But I think I also started watching this at sort of the wrong time, because I've, I've recently been going on a little crusade against added sugar. Oh. Yeah, kind of hard to, to do baking without that. Yeah, it turns out that's sort I of I mean, like I guess there are, there, are, there are savory bakings you could do. Yeah. Like, you know, I think I think it'd be um, good fun to really get into, like, bread. I think that's something I want to do. I think what I really like about the Great British Baking Show is that it's it's very pleasant. Like I want more pleasant TV. 
Yeah. I don't need a bunch of assholes on my television. I want a bunch of nice people doing nice things. That's what that's what like got me about Terrace House. It's just it's good to sit down, like watch fifteen minutes of an episode while you're having a meal or something. And then just sit around and watch the other like forty five minutes and watch three more episodes. <laughs> just just nice people doing nice things. That's that's what I want on my TV. Yeah, although I will say uh, Mary Berry and Paul Hollywood. <laughs> they don't go easy on the criticism. Like, they do it in a very friendly way. The only cooking show that I really watched much of, other than this, was um, Hell's Kitchen, starring Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Another British man, but one who's maybe not quite so um, reserved. He's got a different persona, I would say. Yeah, it does have a different too. persona. His persona is maybe the chariot versus there you know, uh, you know maybe maybe Paul Hollywood is the hierophant or something I don't actually oh, know if I got I, that right I was trying to make a a riff off You were of, making a, a per, persona of the video game Yeah persona of the video game but of course I did not actually play very much of that relative to the I I've played like a good I want to say 3 4000 hours but that's like maybe the first <laughs> persona part four. of the game so yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, mate. <clears throat> so they're very reserved. They don't, they don't like ever shout or scream at the contestants or say like, "Oh, this is garbage." But Mary Berry, in particular, she just has this very dry look on her face sometimes, and when she wants to, it can just be withering. And she just looks, and she she has just the tiniest little crumb on the face. Well. That could be a bit better baked, couldn't it? <laughs> and then the person she's talking to just sort of smiles and nods. And then off camera, there's a blubbering wreck. They're like, oh no! <laughs> I feel like, like, Paul is, is worse in, or like, He's I think he likes to mess with people more. Maybe, yeah. He, he, he does have a sort of impish streak in him, too. He often yeah, does like, this thing where he's like, so you're, you're doing this, right? Well, yeah, and I'll say I'm interesting that because <laughs> yeah, he he definitely likes to to fuck with people. Mm-hmm. Um, One thing I'm it's, not oh, too it's, it's great with Great it's British Bake Off, though. Maybe it gets better in mm-hmm. later seasons. Um, the two announcers, I feel like they're they they ham it up a bit too much. Yeah, I can I can see that. I feel like that's true of the. Of like the person in that role in every TV show I've ever watched. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's them in particular. Uh, the the mm. two who I don't think that they're like particularly bad at it. It just seems like the style that they're going for doesn't match the tone of the rest of the show very well. Yeah, that's fair. But unfortunately, it is the style that is used one hundred percent of the time. Mm. Like anytime you have someone in that role, they always are like. Just going a little too hard. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But great show. It really is. I don't I feel like it could definitely... Maybe, maybe not like trigger proper ASMR, but... I think it's got a lot of the elements of ASMR in it. Where it's, you've got these people who are really working hard on something. You get a lot of close-up mm. shots of them manipulating things with their hands. Yeah, for sure. You know, maybe yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. It definitely does have all of the elements. I think there's a lot of other elements, like, sort of, throughout that don't necessarily, um, like, lend themselves to ASMR. But, for the most part, I feel like it does have, like, a lot of elements you need for ASMR. I could definitely imagine someone getting triggered by it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so delightful. Like, I, I like, I just like everyone on the show. Mm-hmm. They're all, and like, they're just there, like, they just got their hobbies. They're not, they don't have some, like, crazy ambition. They're not trying to put anyone down. They're just, they like to bake, and they're just, you know, trying to bake as well as they can. Like, yeah. That's what, there's so none of them are what it's all about. They're all amateur bakers. And it's actually kind of funny because there's, so a bit further into season one, I've, I'm about halfway through the first season. John's watched the first episode and a half or so, and also some of the third season. Um, yeah. So about halfway through the first season, there's some drama that occurs. Oh, and no. 
people are like, so apparently some of the fans of the show were accusing one of the contestants of sabotaging another. Uh, and then, like, some of the contestants came out and they're like, you know, you realize, like, we're all amateur bakers. There's no prize money. We're just doing this because we like, like, what do we gain from sabotaging someone? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the sort of, that's the sort of environment I like on a show. The stakes yeah, couldn't be lower. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, just sort of the sort of environment I like in life, too. Mm. Just nice people doing nice things. It's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Just finding your hobbies and doing your thing. Making your kawaii Swiss rolls. Or, I'm sorry. Your, yeah. Your kawaii? Yeah, no, I, I just, I can't believe that an IT manager doesn't know how to pronounce kawaii. The was like is a, a British <laughs> IT... Manager is on this show, and one of the baked goods he makes is a Kauai Swiss roll. And he He says it with so much doubt. I get the sense that he knows his anime. (laughs) That's what I'll say. Yeah, he he says it with so much doubt, but like he he brought it up, and he's an IT manager, and I just I have a hard time believing him, Mm -hmm. believing. That he doesn't really know what he's talking about. Yeah, so maybe we should, uh, maybe we should sort of throw in a little uh, Great British discussion corner to this podcast. We can sort of be the ASMR and Great British Off. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sounds good. Um, I mean, we've only talked about it for like, you know, I actually don't know how long, but for a while now, yeah, a good, a good uh, chunk of time. Yeah. Um, well, but, you know, it's important, John, that we dig into all sides of ASMR, including those sides that many, if not all people ASMR. Say are not related to ASMR. <laughs> uh, so, I think maybe we should move into the uh, the main quest. Okay. Then. Oh, if we're going to get into the main quest, why don't I go and bring more Master Doom back? <laughs> Sounds good. He'll, he'll be coming in just a second. Okay. All right. I'll just wait here for a second, I guess. Yeah, and I tried to do a fake ad. Or sorry. Uh, no, me. no, no, John. This is this is still Ian. Um, oh, okay. I got some. I got some tough news. Oh, what what's wrong? Loremaster Bean is dead. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what happened to Loremaster Bean? Well, so I went out to go get him, and it looks like what happened is he he had sort of stormed out of the studio and he was he was going into the parking lot to get a smoke and he got run over by a food truck oh oh my god that's 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 tragic it's, tragic. I... it's also very surprising because we're recording this at 8:30 in the evening i don't know what business a food truck had sort of driving around outside at this time are there many food trucks near you no this is the first i've ever seen Oh wow! Yeah, this is. And you know, it almost seems like it was like uh, it, like it was intentional. I think it. I think like, it might have been John. Like I'm not. I feel like this was supposed to look like an accident, but I think this might have been a, a targeted hit. Oh my goodness! I think someone had it in for Loremaster Bean. Huh. Well, you know, it is sort of funny that you say that, John, because you know what uh what the license plate of this food truck was. What was it? It was Claws of Guthix. Oh no. That's right. Another the third poster on Well now he's uh, the second John. Oh shit. Oh man, because you know you know how it works. You know, whoever is the oldest poster on this forum is the king of ASMR. What about okay, whatever then? Well, okay, whatever. To my knowledge, he's he's still around, and he, so he's still the king oh, of ASMR. Shit. But I think we're gonna need to we're gonna need to keep an eye on the situation. Someone's got, yeah, someone needs to protect. Someone needs to protect. Uh, okay, whatever then. Yeah. Oh my! This is this is a shocking development. So, um, okay, Very and upsetting. I was sort of hoping that Loremaster Bean would be able to walk us through this thread because he has, you know, he's got the ancient lore. On yeah, ASMR. I mean, oh. Or actually, as I'm, it was known I'm, back then, AIHO. Uh, for attention-induced head orgasm. Yeah, it really doesn't flow uh, off the tongue as well as ASMR. It does not. 
Uh, yeah, Tingler proposed that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the user Tingler proposed mm-hmm. the uh, Who's AI HO name. now than number three, actually. Ooh. So he's the well, Duke uh, of Tingles. Oh, yeah, you're right. There, there's two guests. Oh, they don't count, John. Who posted... Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. But, oh my. Um, I mean, I'm really kind of thrown now, uh, just, like, knowing that Loremaster Bean was just murdered. I know, it's like he had just joined us, um, he, he, well, I guess I don't really know what happened, um, during his, his conversation with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, ups- like, you were the I, last I feel like one I really the upset last him. ever speak with Loremaster Bean, did he, did he, did he I know, and I, clues? Um, I don't, I don't think so, no. Right. I mostly just really upset him. <laughs> You'll have to comb through uh, the and I feel really bad maybe, about Maybe there's some sort of dark conspiracy that he was trying to clue oh. you in on. Well, did, did you overhear anything from outside? Well, what overhear I did hear was clues? a voice that I pretty much immediately forgot, um, how I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, no, I didn't hear. I didn't really hear anything about the uh, the interview with okay. them. Okay. Yeah. No. Unfortunately, um, it did not go well, and I, 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 I feel like he probably died angry. Oh, no. Like I, I'm a part of that. You are, yeah, John. You, you are a part of um, the untimely and tragic death of one of the forefathers of ASMR. And you should probably feel ashamed about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I do feel kind of ashamed. I feel a little guilty, but I have to remember it's not my fault. He was he was murdered. Yeah, he was by, by someone who was, was not run me. over by a food truck, which did. Well, have it a sus- seems pretty likely that he. It seems very suspicious, especially because I don't know actually. I don't know how long traditional license plates are, but I'm pretty sure they're not like. I mean, claws of Guthix. That's a lot of characters right there, isn't it? That that is a lot of characters. I feel like. Yeah, that's you know, twelve some... characters. That's probably too many to fit on a license plate. Yeah, I feel like some people, you know, maybe like to leave a little calling card or something, some little clue, maybe toy with the police officers. I feel like Claws of Guthix, you know, didn't. Is I mean, they're no Riddler, is what I got to say. Well, making it a little obvious. Here's the thing, though, John. Now that he's killed uh, Loremaster Bean, uh, Claws of Guthix has become the Loremaster. Well, no, again, as, like we said, oh, the lore master, you're yeah, right, yeah. yes. So, um, because, you know, uh, okay, whatever is the king of ASMR, um, yeah. and now Claws of Guthix is the lore master, which does mean he's above the law. Oh, I did not know that. You cannot be arrested if you're the lore master or above. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, kind of, kind of a, a weird little loophole there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, well, but you know, it's one of those things where, like, you hear about it and you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But then you realize that, you know, in our congressional system with lobbying, all it takes is a small, very interested group to get these sort of weird loopholes (laughs) into the system. And you start seeing how it makes sense. You know, it's probably, it's like, it's like pork barrel spending, sort of, John. I, I don't know what that is. Pork barrel spending? I'm not familiar with the term. Oh, okay, it's just, it's the, uh... I mean, it's basically just that, where, like, some small, interested constituency uh, receives some sort of boon from Congress because they, like, you know, if, if I represent some district that has, you know, 3,000 pork workers or whatever, I have no idea, like, what the term actually means, or, like, where the term actually came from, uh, <laughs> then I've got every incentive to, to get some sort of weird um, spending bill through that helps them out. Okay, gotcha, yes, okay. And except this cool. time, instead of, like, a spending bill or something, it's instead legal immunity. <laughs> Based off of a forum ranking system. <laughs> Not even ranking, just forum post times. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so to clarify, um, for this week, we read uh, the uh, original ASMR forum post, or thread, uh, it is on studyhealth.com. Uh, the top, or the, the title is Weird Sensation Feels Good. No, 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 John. Uh, no, no, no. 
the title is Weird Sensation Feels Good <laughs> is all caps. Uh, well, actually, now no, that, that I, is well, true. Yeah, no, it is all caps. And on this website, the titles don't have to be all caps. Okay. This was a all choice right. made by OK Whatever. Okay. So yeah, and uh, it was OK Whatever uh, 51836 did uh, start this topic. Well, first off, I'm going to have to correct you there. Okay, whatever, 51838. Big difference. I think. Oh, you're right. Although, another thing I just want to talk about really quickly before we get too deep into this. Yeah. So I registered for an account on this this forum because I noticed that a lot of the people on it, like, okay, whatever, 51838, Bean487, Claws of Guthix, 68902. It's like they had a perfectly reasonable name for a forum, followed by a whole bunch of numbers. Yeah. And I was like, well, because I mean, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that there's not 68,901 other Claws of Goofix on the Steady Health Forum. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think that that's a fair uh, guess. So I was like, okay, well, maybe, maybe it assigns you some, like, some numbers sometimes after your name or whatever, I don't know. But no, mm-hmm. no, I got the I got the username iFox just fine, so Oh. These guys they were all they were all scoping out. They were like, you know, I really want to be Bean but not just a normal bean. I want to be Bean four eight seven. <laughs> well so I think this was yeah, this started in what, two thousand seven? I feel like it was more popular back then to have just like a bunch of dumb numbers after your username. Maybe I don't know. It just seems sort of. It's like, you know, if you don't have to have it, if you don't have to have all those numbers after your name, why go for it? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like big suits or something. You know, it made sense at the time. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was it was kind of interesting to read about people kind of discovering and learning about uh what we now know as ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I the I think the biggest observation that I made while reading this is that uh most of the people who are posting on this uh thread were experience ASMR much much more strongly than I do. It seems to be a much more intense experience for a lot of them, which I think makes sense to an extent. Give it like for me, it's pretty mild. It's not something that I ever really would have thought all that much about or looked into if I hadn't like heard people talking about it and then connected it. Whereas you know, back in two thousand seven, when people didn't really know what it was and it wasn't really sort of a known phenomenon, the people who are most likely to be googling it and come across this. Uh, one forum post are the people who experience it the most strongly, I would imagine. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. I will say it was sort of interesting. Um, so the basic, the basic structure of this thread is okay, whatever five one eight three eight. Um, just describes some, you know, what ASMR feels like to him. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. He's done a lot of googling about it, couldn't find anything like it. So he just posted on this health forum and said, you know, anybody else? have this, anybody knows what's going on here. And then a whole bunch of people write in being like, oh man, that's that's exactly what I have. Like, I've never heard of anybody else having this. I've never never really thought about it this way. But yeah, I, I get this all the time. And gradually... Yeah, and they all kind of like add on with like their own experiences of what causes it and how it feels mm-hmm. and stuff. But a really common um, refrain that you hear is, is people being like, you know, oh man, I've had this for like 20 years, and I've never really thought about it. And then they go on to describe, like, what, a pretty intense sensation. Yeah, that's true. It, it, it sounds very intense for a lot of them. Um, there are multiple people who are comparing it to um, orgasm or to, like, various different drugs and uh, saying that it was, like, on par, if not more intense than any of that sort of stuff, um, which was... I don't know, news to me, I guess? Mm. Or certainly not my experience. Like, like for me, it's enjoyable, but it, it is very mild. Mm-hmm. More like uh, caffeine and less like ecstasy. Um, 
I guess. Not that I, I haven't tried ecstasy. And caffeine doesn't really seem to do much. Like it's, well, so I guess we I know, know what your side quest will be for next week. Uh, caffeine and ecstasy? Yep. All right, Trying massive good. doses of both of them and seeing what happens. <laughs> I'll continue sure watching. I'll have lots of great stories to tell. <laughs> yeah, so another interesting thing I thought about this thread is, I mean, of course, back then they didn't have the, the phrase ASMR. In fact, the, the, yeah, oh, the term ASMR no. didn't come about until, I think, 2010, right? Yeah, 2010 or 2011. I think, let's see, there's a whole, there's a little discussion um, about this. Uh, it's somewhere around here. But yeah, it was it was it was coined in 2010 by I think like a a computer person. It was a uh, cybersecurity professional cyber from New York, professional. Just... residing in New York. Okay. <laughs> were they part of this forum, or you know, were they were they okay? Whatever. I don't know. Probably not. Cause I, didn't go I, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, whatever. It's twenty one. There was twenty one at the time. Mm-hmm. It's now twenty two. Oh, well, that's false. Yeah, one of the perks about being king of ASMR, John. Much longer lifespan. You age. Wow. One like one year for every decade, basically. Um, it varies. I think. As, you know, it's it's too okay. early to tell. Really, some say that you know he'll he'll like hit the age of twenty nine and then he'll just never age again. It's effectively. Oh wow. Real. Except for treachery, of course. Good for him. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Of course. Whereas the lore master, do, do they just kind of like age a bunch really quickly? Yeah, they, well, I don't know. So, so lore master Bean, to look at him, he seems sort of like a, a middle-aged gentleman. Which makes sense for somebody mm-hmm. who got their PhD, like, well, actually, now if he got his PhD 40 years ago. That's, it's also sort of concerning because ASMR definitely wasn't a thing 40 years ago. I don't know what happens to lore masters. I get the sense that their timelines get a little, a little mixed up. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe not. not maybe maybe, that's maybe not they do a lot of time travel, mostly or critically. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, and then there's also so you know one other thing to point out. So there's a lot. You know, we got claws of Guthix, got mm-hmm. lore master being, got all these guys. There's this one person guest who just writes a whole bunch. <laughs> Yeah, Guest is very prolific. Yeah, very active. Very inconsistent, too. Mm, yeah. Guest is really all over the place, is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Now, Guest is, of course, the name for, for people who did not bother to make an account on studyhealth.com, but thought that it would be worth commenting anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, here's a guest on the first page saying that AS, or that uh, this braingasm... Uh, Rivals ecstasy at times. Mm-hmm. I think there's somebody later on who just says it's it's like better than any drug they've had. Yeah, I think there is someone else who says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I believe you're correct. <clears throat> no, excuse me. So, what were I mean? What what were your main takeaways from this thread, John? Um. So yeah, there. As I already mentioned, uh, all these people seem to experience it much more strongly than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also noticed a bit of a pattern of people, or yeah, I noticed a, a couple of people saying something sort of along the lines of a thought that I've had, uh, in that it sort of relates to, like, moments from your past of feeling good, I guess, or, like, having to do with, um, like, empathy or strong emotions, I suppose. Um, like, I guess a, a sort of um, comparison, I guess, would be uh, people... Like, I've heard people say that, um, like, a scent can... Or, like, a smell can kind of bring them back to a memory. Like, they can have... Like, perhaps there's some candle that, like, their grandmother used to burn all the time when they were child and then smelling that smell will, like bring them back to their grandmother's house or that like 
if they smell a wine that's very similar to what they drank on their wedding night, that it'll like they'll have very strong memories of their wedding night. That, basically, they'll like they'll tie memories to other senses, um, and I feel that that is that I get that sort of or that I have a similar experience with ASMR. Um, but it's not so much like a specific memory, it's more like the idea of a memory, I suppose, or like the emotion associated with like, with memories. Um, so for instance, like it certainly will sometimes make me think of being very young, um, and like sort of being like, like at that age where you're just in awe of your parents, they're giants towering over you. And they are superheroes, and they just, like, make you feel safe. Um, and that there was just sort of, like... And, then it, like, so I, I won't be reminded of any one specific memory, but just sort of be reminded of that feeling. Or similarly, like, sometimes I feel like it'll remind me of the feeling of, like, being alone with someone that I had a crush on when I was, like... You know, like, in middle and high school, and, like, had very, very strong crushes. And didn't really know how to handle them, but, like, particularly if it was someone who, like, was also interested in me, or, like, ideally, if we were aware of that, and just sort of, like, being alone with them in, like, close proximity, and just being, like, very excited about it, I suppose. Um, but again, not any, like, specific experience, just sort of, like, that idea. Mm. I liked how they seemed like the first couple of people... They really tied it with old people. They really, they were yeah. like, "Hey, so I think I think this sensation is caused by old people." <laughs> I feel like there were a couple of places where people like really jumped to weird conclusions. Oh, also, so there was you also a moment you had so that you thought that you it was sort of tied with empathy and all that. Mm-hmm. Are you, or have you ever been, an indigo child? Oh yeah, so that was another thing that a couple people mentioned was uh was indigo children. Um which is a, an idea that I was not really familiar with. Anybody is uh, familiar with it, John. So you're going to have to enlighten us. <laughs> uh so indigo children is um this idea that oh god, I I don't I will say really this is posited by Brandon Music 6694. I think there were a couple of people who mentioned it. Yeah, but I think I think that he was the one who brought it up, and sort of other people were reacting to that, like they had looked into it. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brandon Music six six nine seven six two four. He really like sort of bursts onto the scene and becomes the the main driver behind this thread for a little while. Hmm. I wasn't really paying that much attention to who was writing stuff as I was reading it. Oh, but John, that's, where all, that's where all the the story is. Yeah, you're probably right. Um. So, according to Wikipedia, indigo children, according to a pseudoscientific New Age concept, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. Um, now, having read a little bit more uh, of this myself, I feel like pseudoscientific is generous. <laughs> um, so, really, just the like, pseudo part. It's just... Yeah. Well, like, I mean... You know, if you really believe in this, like, I'm not trying to knock your beliefs or anything. It's well, just hold on, like John. we haven't burnt any bridges in a little while. <laughs> Our burning torches just... are getting rusty. Like you wouldn't call any type of religion pseudoscientific. You would just call it religion. Well, and like call obviously, it nonsense, like I don't think this is. But... <laughs> um, and so except like, of course for Catholicism. I just want to be clear: Catholicism is the one true religion. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, you know, if it, if it's your thing, that's fine. I just, I don't know where the scientific aspect of the term, of, like, of it comes in. It seems like it is basically just, like, a belief, or a thing you believe in. Um, but so, it, it's got, like, a couple of claimed characteristics, um, I assume that they've being... got a strange pigmentation? Uh, no, unfortunately, that one is left out. Uh... Um... Because then I was also, uh, so, uh, Wikipedia, um, this, this page on Wikipedia seems to be mostly written by people who, uh, do not believe in indigo children. Uh, so, perhaps that is 
skewed my perception of it. Uh, but they, it, it, it does talk about how the claimed characteristics of indigo children, uh, are sort of, um, a form of the, uh, foray effect, foray effect, foray, uh, or alternatively the Barnum effect. The Barnum uh, effect. Which is just that people are, like, if, if you give people vague enough statements they're will like, that are positive, they're willing to attribute them to themselves. Let's see. So, uh, listeners, you're probably wondering, am I an indigo child? Here's a little test that you can use to, uh, to figure it out. So are you empathetic? Or is that, no, it's empathic. Oh, jeez. Is empathic the same thing as empathetic? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it is. So okay. empathic, yep. curious, and strong-willed, often perceived by friends and family as being strange, possess <laughs> a clear sense of self-definition and purpose, strong, innate subconscious spirituality from early childhood, strong feeling of entitlement or deserving Wait. to be here. Wait, uh, we have to go back for a second to the show a strong, innate subconscious spirituality from early childhood. Because what I really, really like about that is then in parentheses it says, which, however, does not necessarily imply a direct interest in spiritual or religious areas. So it's basically just like, you can be spiritual and religious, or not. Well, it's like, it's, I think what that means, John, is that, you know, do you go to church or do you do religious rituals? Probably not. But you do have, like, a kind of trippy poster hung up in your room. <laughs> and you do smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> That's my sense for, um, for what that means. And you have a strong it, it, feeling. It's really just like. So if you're very entitled, um, your friends and family think that you're strange, uh, and you smoke a lot of weed, then you might be an indigo child. I don't know that entitlement is so much like a trait of an indigo child as it is more like a requirement for believing that you were one? Or, like, a prerequisite, sort of? Yeah, you know, I guess that is, like... <laughs> it's it's probably one of those things where it's like, you know, oh, sure, all indigo children will have this sense of entitlement. But it's more just because if you didn't have that sense of entitlement, you know... You wouldn't think that you were a special child? Yeah. <laughs> a special star child? There's also um, crystal a crystal children, child. Which, as someone yeah. who's just um, watched Steven Universe, I can say, you know, crystal children. It's, it's good. It's a good thing. Big <laughs> fan of Steven Universe. Not ASMR related, but there you go. Um, so, anyway, that was, uh, that was Indigo Children. Uh, where were we? Well, I do like um, that... The concept of indigo children has been criticized for being less about children and their needs, and more about the profits to be made by self-styled experts in book and video sales, as well as lucrative counseling sessions, summer camps, conferences, and speaking engagements. I think it'd be pretty <laughs> fun to, like, go to an indigo child summer camp, where you learn how to harness your unique and fabricated um, supernatural abilities. <laughs> But we were yeah, talking about good. the thread and the proposal yeah. of branded music. Um, oh, um, uh, that reminds me. So there were a couple of other places where people just kind of like jumped to conclusions, and someone else kind of, and like some other people glommed onto it. Uh, my favorite instance of that happening is at one point, uh, somebody I don't remember who make some statement about how they think that... Wait, there's an ad here with Roman Reigns in it. <laughs> and it's not... It's not a wrestling ad. It's a... It's for, like, a family thing? A family thing? Like... Or it's the It Takes a Moment to Make a Moment campaign. I don't know exactly... I think that's just, like, Be a Good Parent is what it is. But yeah, it's just Roman Reigns, like, play... Having a little tea party with some little girl. I assume his child? I don't know. Does Roman Reigns, but, can he have children? Is it allowed? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he has kids. 
But, I don't know, isn't there, like, aren't there health risks? What? Well, I'm just thinking, like, you know, childhood obesity is already such a problem. And when your father exudes that much grease... <laughs> I don't know, I'm just also, like, imagine if he goes to hold the baby, it would just slip right out. <laughs> I mean, there's also the danger that Braun Strowman's gonna come over and just tip their house over. Who's Braun Strowman? Uh, oh, Braun Strowman is a very big, very, very strong man, uh, who, in a recent episode of, of Raw, um, just beat the hell out of Roman Reigns, uh, and then, like, while he was on the stretcher, continued to beat the hell out of him, and then they fi- finally, and then he walked away, and then they put the stretcher in an ambulance. And then he came back and he said, I'm not finished with you yet. And he jumped into the ambulance and punched <laughs> Roman Reigns a couple more times while he strapped to the stretcher in the ambulance. And then he got out and he tipped the ambulance over. <laughs> well, I just don't think that's allowed, John. I don't think that should be. It was fucking amazing. It was just like 15 minutes of Braun Strowman beating off Roman Reigns. Like, it was not, it was not part of a match. It wasn't. Like, it, it it wasn't back and forth. It was a completely one-sided backstage Braun Strowman just beating the hell out of Roman Reigns. And it was amazing. Sounds like they're maybe trying to do a little bit of fan service after uh, after some of the recent Roman Reigns escapades. I, th- I think so. I mean, like, uh, so much of what they do with him doesn't work for me. Like, it's not so much that... It's not that I, like, dislike him. I just... I'm just not interested in most of what they do with him. But uh watching him getting beat up by Braun Strowman is amazing. Yeah, so the uh, ASMR uh threat. Yeah. <laughs> so at some point somebody makes some claim about how or makes some uh statement about how based on the way that people have been writing, it seems like everyone uh on this uh, on this thread is male. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, like, what, why they jumped to that conclusion or, like, where they were getting that from. Cause, like, as I was reading through this, until I got to that point, I was thinking no such thing. Oh, um, um, I don't know. So- and I think there were even a couple of people who, I feel like there were one or two people who, like, explicitly made some mention of being female, even before, like, this person said that. Um, there might have been. I would but, not at all be surprised if, like, most of the people writing were men, just because this was, like, you know, sort of, like, one decade ago internet, and so a lot of the people on it were men. Um, and also, I mean, there were there were a lot of people, I think, before this who would reference, like, you know, when my girlfriend does this for me or something. Oh, uh, It certainly was um, jumping to conclusions... And what I thought was particularly funny about that was, I think he was the, so this person was maybe the only person that, like, explicitly said, like, you know, I think they're all men. And, like, one or two people, I think, were like, you know, maybe they're all men, I don't know. And then there were a whole lot of women, and it seemed like most women who then replied on this side were like, and I'm a woman, so it's not all men. I just thought it was kind of funny, because it's like they, I don't know. Like well, there enough, was definitely, right? there was definitely, like, one, like, 14-year-old boy who just, like, jumped right in with the everyone's male here thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, I don't know. I, I, I definitely think there were a couple people who just jumped right on to, jumped right into it as soon as the one person made the claim. I will say, branded music, he did say, uh, I think it would be pretty interesting myself to be in a relationship with a female whom has this lol. <laughs> and I just thought that was, that was quite a thing to write on the internet. <laughs> really, I don't know that we can uh... use whom anymore. Like, I get that in some circumstances whom is probably, like, grammatically appropriate. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's allowed anymore. Yeah, it, I don't think you can really say it without sounding like an asshole. Yeah. Without sounding I think that brings us an asshole, John. 
I think that brings us to the end of the main quest, because we keep getting distracted. Um, was there, uh, oh, there was one other point that I wanted to make. Oh, okay. Um, and this was, right. this was me doing some, some deep dive in, in the, the names of these people. If you go to the second page of the, of the thread, and then look up, what is it, um, three posts from the bottom. So there's a guest, but he's not a normal guest. It's guest... Two six three seven zero eight zero seven five eight seven nine five five. And John, what's up with that? That's such a good username. Like, how how do you how does that come about, John? I I, I that's got to be a joke. I guess, but it seems which is amazing. It seems like too long of a numeral string, right? I don't know. It's just. I feel like this is a glitch in the Matrix, is what I'm saying, John. I don't know. I think it's a joke. I think it's a really good joke. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty good It's a pretty good joke. I, I was just struck by it. Also, I wanted to report... So so I had never heard of Steady Health Form before. Um, oh yeah, neither had I. After reading this thread, I, I was like, oh man, so I guess Steady Health, they, you know, they started ASMR... I wonder what mm-hmm. the next ASMR is. And so I looked at some of the recent um, threads on it, and I, I do think that I found... Um, I do think I found the next ASMR, John. Oh, shit. What is it? Well, this is a forum topic started by a guest. Anal Fisher will not heal. It's been a month. <laughs> and so, I... you know, listeners, if you're looking to sort of get in on... On some sort of trend before it before it really pops off, anal fissures. That's my prediction. I feel like that's not like a a medical mystery though. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not like, John, it's been a month. This anal well, fissure like, has not healed over a month. What's well, that about? With ASMR, if you were to ask your doctor about ASMR in two thousand seven, or hell, even in two thousand seventeen, um, they might not like, necessarily know what that is or be able to tell you anything about it because it hasn't really been studied. If you go to your doctor and tell them you have an anal fissure that hasn't healed, I think they're going to be able to do something about that. Maybe. Here's my thing, though, John. Um, if I was a doctor and someone came to me complaining about an anal fissure, I think I'd make a joke about their butt crack. <laughs> Well, Ian, maybe it's for the best that you decided not to become a doctor. Well, maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I had been a doctor, maybe I could have saved Lord Master Bean. Maybe. I don't know. It sounded like he was like pretty Oh, yeah. His, his head was just found. completely flattened. Okay. I don't think you could have done anything I don't know what that. doctors can do these days, John. They have like stem cells <laughs> and stethoscopes and all that. Who knows? No, you you took that like EMT class. You must have some skills. Like, like CPR, a thing or two. Like I could clear his well, airway, I mean, like, but that wouldn't help. Like, is isn't the whole point of that training just to like sustain someone's life until the doctor arrives? Yeah, like, yeah, but his life, his life was sort of gone. So I think we needed a doctor at that point, just come and like sort of bring him back from the dead in like a Frankenstein method. Or, like a, a necromancer, maybe, is what you're looking for? Yeah, like a necromancer or a dermatologist or something. Yeah, but we've already, well, we've, well, we've already had a, um, like, maybe time-traveling lore master who kind of seemed like he had some kind of magic thing going on uh, with him on the show. So maybe, maybe sometime we'll be able to get a necromancer on here and bring lore master Bean back. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find any necromancers as well. Okay. Cool. Um, well, listeners, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode, uh, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Uh, in the meantime, please do reach out to us on Twitter at ASMR underscore quest. Uh, you can email us at ASMRquesting at gmail.com, and please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Stay tingly. Keep it crunchy. What? Ian, what the fuck is that? Oh, John, if we're going to no, be incorporating the Great British 
baking show slash bake off in this podcast. <laughs> we gotta we gotta have something for that too. And something like listeners, listeners get baking and stay tingly. <laughs> <laughs>